Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 404 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there. Dana Eileen. Oh, hey. Brendan deafened me slightly. Oh, no, don't play with the controls. <laughs> we're in trouble. Oh, we're in, we're in for fun one tonight. Uh, Jordan Biardi. <laughs> That's me. Back as usual. And, and Edward Gafton. Hello. How's everybody doing tonight slash tomorrow morning for Ed? <laughs> He's in the future. Not too bad. Energy levels on the lower end, but enthusiasm high. <laughs> can those can that happen? Can you be enthusiastic and not energetic? I don't know that I've oh yeah. Those. Oh yeah. All right. You can I be can. energetic. You can be enthusiastic, but have literally no energy to do anything. Yeah. I suppose that's it's like possible. the mind is willing, but the body is soft. Yes. Yeah. Like, like anything you just said. Stout of heart. I, I like it. I butchered that quote, and I was realizing now how bad that sounded. That's yeah. uh, that's a thing. We're good. We're saying. good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Typical start for us. <laughs> yeah, we're hey. killing it over here. My foot is in my mouth fully, and uh, we can move on. Uh, we thank you for joining us. If you're watching us live because you could be watching the Rings of Power on Amazon uh, mm, Prime, which watching they later today. What do we, we watch it later too? It's, it's oh, not going anymore. This, these live antics oh, here. That started I today. It's tomorrow. And you can stream yeah, it any time at this point now. So I, mean, I thought it, it was already do... out. No, not the Rings of like Power. Week. That's Dra- I... uh, House of Dragons. Yes, you're thinking House of the House of the Dragons. Dragon or other... There you go. So oh. we find ourselves in a bit of a phase where a bunch of beloved fantasy franchises are getting some prequel love. Mm-hmm. Um to mixed effect, I mean, a lot of people are really skeptical of Rings of Power, despite some of our early reviews, including our own, what was it, a 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. Rave reviews. Those are big numbers. That's They're no joke. Um, so have you guys, uh, did you guys go to an event in Toronto for? Was Not something? for Rings that? of Power. Oh, that's for House, House of the Dragon. The Dragon. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which I also thought was excellent. So, you know, that. And stuff. It was good. And stuff. What about everybody, uh, Jordan, Ed? Have you guys seen either one of those shows yet? I mean, yeah, Thursday. Me. It's the first day. It's kind of a. <laughs> it's been a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's been yeah. busy this week. I'm I'm still meaning to watch Sandman. I've been keep like that's yeah, me too. I wouldn't know. I only got to watch the first episode of that, and then somebody watched it without me. You I keep saying too. to myself, I'm like, I'm just gonna sit down, I'm gonna watch it, and then I just get like sucked into like a YouTube hole again. And I'm just like, Yeah, you know what? This is easier to watch. See, it's TikTok for me. It's shorter. I have the attention span of like a doorknob. I don't know. It's gotta gotta be short. If you if you send me a video that is like more than two and a half minutes, I'm out. I will not watch it. I will send an LOL really quick. My ex husband will be like will respond to me and be like, You did not watch that. I'm like, I did not. Just, that did not happen. It's just one of those things where, like, like I've gotten so, like, I guess, like, comfortable watching, um, like, uh, Oni plays specifically that, like, I just, I, I, like, I just turn it on for, like, background noise and I'll literally just, like, fall asleep to it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's your lullaby. It's, it's my go-to, honestly. I downloaded it, like, when I went to Brazil, I downloaded, like, it was, like, a 10-hour long play of, like, a series they did and I just, like, put it on and fell asleep and I just, like, slept the whole plane. Right. I can't, I can't function when things are talking. Like uh, my mom, she can't sleep without the TV on. If her TV is broken for any reason, she won't sleep. If you put on anything with voices, it doesn't matter if I've seen it a thousand times. I will be like, what? 
yeah. <laughs> the entire time. It's no, awful. Absolutely. It's like it's so like it's just like I don't know. It's like here. I think it's like it's it's gotten to the point now where like yeah, like hearing people like talk is like kind of like relaxing to me. So like it mm-hmm. helps me just like I'll just like fall asleep. Poker chips. My ex husband used to watch uh, poker on TV all the time, and uh, that's what like I used. ASMR. Kind of, yeah. They'd be sitting there. They'd be sitting. I actually am super into that now, and everybody in my life hates it. So every time I put Mm -hmm. it on, anybody around me is like, "Why?" (laughs) Like I don't know, because I hate mouth sounds, but like I like mouth sounds now, so that's weird. But uh, no, the poker chips used to like the clinking of the chips used to put me to sleep, and now every time I hear that, I'm like, "Nap time." (laughs) This got off topic. Yeah, Not at all. It leads <laughs> into our first anyway, topic. Lord of the Rings. So uh, I I read Brock's review over pretty thoroughly, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of what he was saying was it's like deep in the lore, but not at all because it's not actually from the books. But he said there's okay. lots of lots of things that if you aren't a fan of the series, you may not understand. And yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to talk about with this tonight. Like, is that a good thing like should we be making shows that are prequels sequels or in the same universe that are going to alienate anybody that's not already caught up um i feel like with something like lord of the rings it's probably safe because like lord of the rings feels to me like one of those things that's so like ubiquitous ubiquitous like it's it's one of those movies that pretty much like everyone has seen mm-hmm. um, or at least heard of to some degree or you know about it to some degree like so like you know to if they were to have adapted something from like the Salmarillion specifically and like and some of the other books that like are really like lore intensive I feel like that would be more alienating to like than to like mm-hmm. work from something that was like made so kind of from the ground up that had a particular like vision specifically for like a serialized series and then like mm-hmm. you know draw little bits from the pe- like from the books to like kind of fill in the gaps a little bit more, right? Here's a fun fact. So I just went to look up the release date of any of the original Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. movies just to mm-hmm. kind of state like there's a whole new generation of people that probably haven't seen them. Um I was there's so many pretty... adaptations as yeah, well before I... the Peter Jackson films. That's true. I, I saw yeah. The Hobbit in like a play when I was in elementary school, I think. Yeah, yeah. But my right. point to that was I was going to say there's probably a whole group of people that didn't grow up with this and unless their fa- their parents were like nerds like we are they may not have been introduced to it but in trying to look that up when you type in lord of the rings release date guess what comes up rings of power rings of power, rings of power. every mm-hmm. article an entire page you mm-hmm. without me saying the lord of the rings movie original but like mm-hmm. it doesn't even exist right probably now. because the films came out when we didn't really care about seo that much Exactly. I imagine yeah. also so like and like yeah. tagging and stuff you know different era of the of the internet yeah. but like related also to the to the books I don't think they have the legal right to adapt any of that stuff anyway so even really? if they wanted to do Silmarillion or even Unfinished Tales or even the extended history that Christopher Tolkien not not Gerard Tolkien wrote mm-hmm. I don't think they're legally allowed to do so so, so I think they that's just they can just do use the characters they can't use any of the actual books so essentially yeah. 
this takes place in between like the first group. It's the second age. Now I'm going to talk like I know what I'm talking about. I absolutely do not. Um, So that's what I've seen a lot of people mad about is it's got nothing to do with it. It's garbage. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what I keep hearing. And the only way that I could say that it's garbage is if, I can't jump into it. Even having seen the Lord of the Rings movies, we know my memory. I don't remember a damn thing. If I can't jump into it and figure it out and enjoy it, then to me, uh-huh. it's garbage. What's the point for only people from 20 years ago that can watch this movie? And, and that's, I guess that's kind of like the thing that like it works and almost to kind of what Edward was saying that like, it's like, because, you know, the way media and like social media work now is that more or less everyone's going to have heard of rings of power and if it looks even like remotely like game of thrones they're going to be like i need to check this out and then that might like draw like take them in the direction of going to like sitting down and watching lord of the rings but Mm -hmm. like at the same time like the lord of the rings doesn't really get too intense about like this like the ages before like there's literally just one mention at the beginning of the first movie about like the nine rings of power that they mm-hmm. all like that went to the men so the film has and... some flashback mm-hmm. scenes as well especially at the yeah. beginning see so and it's, that's like, what it's, I liked... it's very piecemeal so this thing is just like it's only gonna just be like to there to like to not even fill in gaps but just to like actually like establish a foundation for that like one or like line of dialogue and a couple flashbacks that were in the, the first movies. Um, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, that's what I was going to say about House of the Dragon was it, I watched all of Game of Thrones, but as I just said moments ago, we know my memory. So it, mm-hmm. it doesn't, if you ask me about such and such a character, short yeah. of like Daenerys, I don't know. I don't know their names. Jon Snow? Okay. Jon yeah. Snow. It's dark. Forget that. But like, what is it? I think Egret was. Sure. Is, it, is that? Yeah. E- Brendan doesn't friggin' know either. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> the point was, I the jumped into the House of the Dragon, fire. and there were there were a bunch of little nods to the show that mm. I got and can be like, oh, cool, I get it, haha. But I didn't need to memorize every line from the last show to understand what was going on, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. And that's even important if you want to bring new people into it, because say my partner is super into Lord of the Rings and wants me to sit down and watch this with them. Mm. Okay. That's cool. Except if I can't get into it in any way, shape or form, because I can't understand it. Okay. But if I can understand it and I do enjoy it, it might bring me back to watch the movies, read the books, do whatever. You know? Yeah. 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 And I'm like, again, having not seen the show yet, cause it just debuted today. I haven't had a chance to get into it, but the Silmarillion itself, it's uh it's a very dense and, very metaphysical thing at first to adapt and mm-hmm. if they had tried to do it verbatim even, even if they had the legal rights because there's that weird uh gray area there with the, with the rights mm-hmm. it, it would not be a very appealing series like i for instance i, I knew people who just couldn't watch lord of the rings when it came out in theaters because it was three hours long yeah too long and too slow and everything like that if people think lord of the rings is slow the silmarillion can be just so much it's denser and slower base like oh yeah the, it's, it's, it's is, not like frodo it, goes into a room and does this it's it, it's like and then frodo's whole life happened like it's like it's a big it's yeah. a much different scale it has a so glossary think, it has an, a, a full-on like agenda it has multiple maps uh, tolkien was famous for like knowing every single detail of his like meticulously crafted world so it's very nerdy it's maximum nerd you know it's like <laughs> as deep as you can go into the rabbit hole 
Tolkien too was like such a like such a dry author, right? Like he would like even Lord of the Rings, he would spend like a page and a half describing the side of a hill, like. <laughs> and then the this side of the hill was green. This side it's had actually some it's flowers on it. The, yeah. It's a big part of the reason why I couldn't get into the book. I tracked down and actually tried to start reading Fellowship of the Rings, and I couldn't do it because it was like so dry in comparison to the hobbit which is like probably my favorite book of all time like i've read that book like nine times a different philosophy the hobbit yeah. was always intended to be a children's book and it wasn't yeah. connected to lord yeah. of the rings and then it became different different idea like i said they yeah, took me to see the play in elementary school and like obviously the hobbit wasn't something we read in, in school but they were like let's go i remember a giant spider is that a thing many spiders just for the record, that, I don't do spiders, I mean, but giant spider on a stage when I was a small is child. So okay. A giant do spider that they made into a sexy lady in the game. Mm -hmm. But and that's and why the shadow. She she was like before like time existed. Yeah, she what nightmares like are made of light. <laughs> Uh, Shelob means light, right? Or something like yeah. Shelob was like one of the lesser spiders too, like because she came from like Ungoliant, which was like the god of spiders type of thing. It's... Everyone just tuned out. Yeah, Lord done. God. Actually, uh, the spider was Ungoliant, and uh, yeah, and that's why I never played that game because they made her a sexy lady instead of a spider. Um, <laughs> the other thing too, though, is that uh, most of these Silmarillion stories too are things that Christopher Tolkien took after J.R. Tolkien died and published, like, he had to clean everything up. Tolkien never finished these stories. And mm -hmm. for me, I think that gives them the opening to kind of come in and say, hey, here's Galadriel going on some adventures and stuff like that, because... Isn't that what happened with, like, I don't know, uh, The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones? Weren't they not done the books before they put all the shows? Well, Game of Thrones out? especially was not done. Yeah, but right. uh, Walking Dead Walking kept at a pretty Dead consistent was... pace ahead. Yeah, yeah, even because yeah, they when, stayed ahead. When they, when yeah, they got so. to the part with Negan in like where the show was, like they were well past that in the comics. Mm. Yeah, there's several several volumes of the comics like way ahead of them at all times, at least. Yeah, um, and they never quite got to exit. where the comic ended either, from what I understand. No. Yeah, and well, the, but, the comics um, are, are vastly different too from the from the show itself too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the timelines are completely different. Yeah. Um, versus like something like Game of Thrones with House of the Dragon. Like I've read part of the book that they based House of the Dragon on, mm -hmm. and I think what they're doing with it is pretty interesting. And they found a way to kind of frame it so that it's Game of Thrones like, but not mm -hmm. just ripping it off. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of homages. They use a lot of the same sets from what it looks like. They use the uh, opening this... as well, the song and yeah, the, the... the the scene itself. I was a little surprised they kept the theme song the same. Actually, like, I, I thought they would do like a variation on that theme or something like that. Mm -hmm. but it's just the same. I think I it's a big seen deal the second episode yet. to do with the identity of the show and like it plays on nostalgia. Something mm -hmm. that like I haven't considered is like how easy it will be to get the fans back. So I'll give you one clear example. My mom and dad, huge Game of Thrones fans, very upset about the last season. Now they're back on it. And then and I see it on the internet. My Twitter is trending with House of the Dragon. My TikTok is flooded with like Game of Thrones moments. It, like, that's, like The resurgence happened not. in a snap. And it's like, strange. Um, think of your favorite video game franchise. Like, anyone. Somebody name one. That's more than Metroid. one. Go. Metroid. Sure. The there you go. Any of those. If they come out with a new game right now, are you going to be like, nah? 
Yeah. <laughs> really? You wouldn't even you know be what? curious? Yeah. Ours has had a really bad yeah, yeah. history, so I don't. So I don't blame you with that. At you want to keep it good? <laughs> See, but Detroit I would still has been pretty need consistent, to know. At least. Yeah. That's true. And that's Recoded? the same way. Like oh. you, you said the last season of Game of Thrones, or for me with Walking Dead. I mean, actually, I'm super behind, but like. Even though there were points where I got tired of it and I was done with it, I still kind of want to know. Even with yeah. the new Walking well, Dead shows coming out, I'm like, da, I just, I want to see if they cross over. I want to see what happens. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I <laughs> might like, I make the argument that, like, yeah, because I think it's pretty universally agreed upon that the last season of The Walking Dead was just, like, so bad um, that, like, really it got that bad. Oh, it's hey, terrible! Hey, oh, hey. they done it. They done Daenerys dirty. Um, but anyway, that's Game of Thrones. Okay, no, no, no uh, Game of Thrones and no Walking Dead. Yeah, you said. Well, did you mean dead. Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Did I, did I say Game of Thrones? Did I say, you, I meant you said Walking Dead. You said Walking Dead and Daenerys, okay. and now we really Walk, don't know okay, what's so, happening. So, okay, so if we, they did Daenerys wrong and Walking Dead, something really got Then I really yeah. missed something in the last you're, you're, yeah, like, I, I, I clocked out at the wrong time. Crossover! No, Walk, Walking Dead's been bad <laughs> since the third season, uh, and Game of Thrones ended really, like, really piss poorly. Yeah, it did. So, it, like, it, yeah. I, Even I, I say that, and I'm pretty, like... Yeah, so that's, that's kind of why I wouldn't... I guess maybe necessarily blame people for maybe giving another like a new a prequel mm-hmm. series a chance because it's like like with 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 the with the like first series of Game of Thrones it's like the way it ends kind of makes you hate it and not ever want to go back to it but something that's like new and not set in the same kind of like time period that like is like maybe like but has I'm a chance still of gonna watch it. Snow when it comes out yeah well, yeah, well that's Snow. Snow. Everyone loves um what's his name there? Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. 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 I was gonna say Brendan met him. I'm gonna say that every time huh? we bring him up. Brendan <laughs> met Kit Harrington. Uh, what's interesting about House of the Dragon as well as that the showrunner apparently left. I think there's this news article or news piece that came out yesterday or two days ago mm-hmm. about like how he's super burnt out already. Season two already Season renewed, one. but showrunner already like left. So it's already like tumultuous waters. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I think what um what what works for House of the Dragons too is that it's the Targaryens in their prime, and that's something mm-hmm. that was always kind of talked about on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of the thing that people wanted the most, and we never really got to see properly, right? Like we saw Daenerys running around, but that was, you know, a shadow of what her house was. So yeah, I, I think but, I remember um, seeing something about how um. I guess it's King's Landing, right? How yeah. now we're supposed to be seeing it like in its in its glory, not in mm-hmm. its demise. Yeah, I, think, I mean that makes um, sense the way they've kind so, of set it up. So that's kind of cool. We get to see it all like shiny and new. I mean, aside from some things that happen, but we won't go there. Again, haven't watched no. the second episode. Yeah. Okay. That first episode, halfway through, when that one big gory scene happened, I was like, "Oh right, Game oh. of Thrones. Yeah, this is Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, this is what we're yeah. getting. This is what we do here." Okay. okay, but here's the thing: like, this sounds really strange, and it might seem really immature of me, but Brendan and I got to go to the event to see it, so we're watching it in a packed theater, and like, there's a lot of sex and nudity and and there's all that jazz in Game of Thrones, movie. and I like go to the theater to see Marvel movies, so like, there's just like full on asshole in my face hi mom she's listening sex scene in the entire franchise mcu only one the one sex scene i did not even know that but i like genuinely got uncomfortable i'm like oh other Mm. people can see that i'm watching this like i don't like it (laughs) i was like oh wait i'm also an adult and this is okay (laughs) 
It's like the people at Anime North who go to like the hentai viewings at like night. Then they say it's there just are hentai for viewings at Anime North. Oh yeah, and everyone and people go there and it's supposedly it's just for the lulls. But we mom don't look up hentai. <laughs> My don't. mom's here. Don't, don't do it, please. You gotta, you don't try to go and spell it. Don't look it up. That it was just for the lulls. Yeah, sure. <laughs> She just wanted to go laugh at it. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Just sure. Laugh at it. I'm sure. Sure. Yeah. How was the mood in the it's theater at like that one gory scene? It was. It was fun. Wasn't yeah. There. It, it was pretty chill. Like the, it wasn't a very pumped theater crowd. Like yeah, they said some things at the end. Yeah, but that's because it was a Q and A. So they what were supposed to say things. NBA things. Spoilers. Um, the Q. No, no, no. The Q&A was with, uh, what's his name? What's his name? That's We're going to type House of the Dragon no, cast. No. Jim. Damn it. Yes, Jim. You know Jim? <laughs> Just pull up one of the most common names and see if I, I typed House of the it. Dragon cats. <laughs> the internet is confused now. That's probably some good uh, reactions to that. Yeah, hold on. Just what's as long as Matt Smith name? wasn't there and someone didn't tell him it was morbid time uh, again. Steve, that was horrible. Steve Toussaint. So, uh, Lord Corliss valerian um okay yeah yeah he he was there and it was pretty cool listening to like Mm. we talked about this in another podcast so i won't go on but uh it was cool listening to what he had to say about the process and all that jazz but yeah the the people again with being mad at the past game of thrones had some things to say they were like i was never gonna see it again but i saw this like okay but you didn't try real hard then did you because <laughs> i'm here. also over it right like to bear a grudge against it still i don't know i'm over it like yeah, yeah. It, it just it was funny that they had to like come out and say like i hated this but you've won me over I'm like <laughs> thank I don't you for think inviting me to the event. i hated yeah. your last work but yeah. that you weren't involved in yeah absolutely. you have a question <laughs> Yes, that, that <laughs> actually was this how is... that happened. I'm pretty so this sure. Is a Wendy's. <laughs> Brendan, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this person said all that, and he went, "That's not a question." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, that happened. <laughs> no, that was that was the third that happened. Then someone else said, then the third person just said something, and he's like, that, "That's not a question." He's like, "Oh, and this part." And like, okay, I guess I'll answer that now. Yeah, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm so excited for Q and A's at TIFF. I'm just going to be confused mm. the whole time. And it's because of statements. So slippy. Just say this things. is a statement and answer. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to let you know how I felt. Bye. <laughs> Mic drop. Peace out. After all, bye. <laughs> anyway, Plus, like, one last thing I'll say for House of the Dragons too. It has an endpoint. Like this is all yeah. history that has been written, unlike Game of Thrones, which had no landing strip. Um, so. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Eileen. <laughs> I will not. We were talking about hentai. I'm sorry. I'm gone. No, the bar the bar was lower. That's true. But um, yeah, no, there's a much more or concise vision, I think, which is which is working in its favor too. I think the first couple episodes have impressed me. So we'll it. see where it all leads and we'll see how people react to. Rings I want to watch the second too. one. I'm actually writing my partner mm. currently to say I'm not watching it with him. He's also watching this and heard that. <laughs> anyway anyways so that uh this explosion of new fantasy stuff kind of comes at the end of a, a, a summer is over guys it's uh we have a few more weeks, yeah, we'll, a few more weeks. well i mean officially how dare it's you back to school time. pumpkin spice is back school's like. back next week it's 10 degrees yeah. uh, celsius where i'm at it's it's cold it was 14 this morning jacket yeah, weather this morning i was wearing a sweater, sweater weather has but then it was 29 this this evening so yeah. That's cool. Well, you know, 
a little bit of balance. But um, yeah, we thought we'd look back at the summer of gaming that was mm. or that just ended because a lot of stuff kind of kind of snuck in there, didn't it? Like it, it's felt like we've been in a bit of a lull. But at the same time, if you look back at everything that's come out since, let's say, June, it's uh, mm-hmm. hasn't been quite as slow as we thought. Let's put it this way. I have games I'm into right now, and they aren't games that came out three years ago. Yeah. No. Oh. I'm playing? playing. I'm willingly playing a video game right now, guys. I mean, I'm forcibly playing another one that I can't talk about, but I am willingly playing a video <laughs> game that the other game makes me want to play more. <laughs> um, I'm playing Cult of the Lamb. Uh, oh. I I created I created Chris and Brendan so far. I have not had to sacrifice either of you, but if you make me mad, I will make you worship at my shrine regularly. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Jordan, you're next. Fingers crossed for whatever that means. <laughs> Staying out of it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've been playing that. I think you guys talked about it a bit last week. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's one of the newer ones to come out, obviously, and it kind of came out out of nowhere. Like, I didn't hear about it until it was already out. And I was like, hey, people won't shut up about this game. And then I was like, <laughs> hey, I don't want to stop. I laughed for, like, hours the first time I played it. I thought it was hilarious. And... Uh, yeah, still going. It's pretty so, cool. Is it so on Game I, Pass? No, I no, so. no. Nah. I had to, uh, oh yeah. It's, sorry, uh, it's crushing dreams only. Yes, well, I mean that's true. Um, yeah. So what I'm else have people been playing this summer? Then what's what are some other highlights of a summer for for gaming for let's us? See, let me let me take a look at uh, uh, suddenly neon white for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that read uh, yeah. Yeah, that gave that a 9.5 and I was like wow impressive like I, I, mm-hmm. I had it on my radar for a long time didn't expect to like it that much I liked the previous game from the developer from Venice Proceed I liked Donut uh, County didn't expect Neon White very to be like this 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 good and yeah very, very different games, games. Yeah. yeah and uh, okay. I think Neon White also reviewed well just across the board. Like I remember, yeah. like after the review yeah, went live, I, I I looked at other people and everyone was really high on it. So I think it's one of those like games that will be on like top ten, top fives for sure mm-hmm. come December, come January. I really, I really definitely sounds like a game it. of the year contender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to play? Like I'm too what? stupid to play it. <laughs> I definitely am. The game is like I, I, actually really good at like showing you how to play it and like teaching you and giving you hints. So give yeah, it a shot, fun. like you know. Yeah, I need a babysitter like in games no like that. No one can live at that speed. <laughs> God, it's it's um, so fun, you know. I was just looking through uh, through the list here, and just in June, like a lot of horror came out or like re came out, however you want to mm-hmm. put it. Like, um, yeah, I know Diablo is not really horror, but Diablo freaks me out a little bit. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the quarry, a whole bunch of Resident Evil. Like, man, that was that was well. The Resident stuff. Evils were like, uh, they like brought them onto the Playstations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I said remake. Like, like last year, or the year out. before. But oh, there was a problem with, with like the the remaster of Resident Evil Three on PS Five, right? There was something that wasn't working properly. I think mm-hmm. the game was broken when it came out. Mm-hmm. There, there was some issue I remember with with that PS5 port, but still nice that they do it for free. In any case, yeah, I'm still playing the hell out of uh, Monster Hunter Sunbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you were mentioning uh, that one. I know so I mean, much more about new video games being released, guys. This is crazy. Like, I've heard of that one. What? <laughs> and as what? Dust Falls, Kari uh, liked that one. Yeah, Kari liked that one. Uh, I've been. 
I've been kind of hooked in my spare time on Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Like I'm still okay. playing that one that came out yeah. at the end of June. Um, almost on my first playthrough, I well getting close anyways. It's like sixty hours. Mm-hmm. And that's just one path. Like it's it's deep. I actually um, liked a few games. Sorry, I keep going. I just got distracted. No. But like, uh, uh, what's it called? I can't help you now. I forgot. Escape Academy. I liked that one a lot too. Yeah, it was neat. I liked uh, mm-hmm. Two Point Campus. That was fun. Look at me playing video games. I'm such a grown up. Weird. Her child again. And enjoying them. Yeah, that's weird. We won't talk about the one I'm playing now. Yeah. I actually, oh, I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> um, another big one, too, actually, was Stray. That's still like one of my game of the years mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. You like that one? Um, Would yeah, I no, like fantastic. that one? Yes. I still I feel so. mad about it. I still feel <laughs> real annoyed. I've watched, to be clear, I have educated myself absolutely zero. I didn't even read the review. Like, mm mm. I just said that out loud, but uh, yeah, it still makes me mad. I'm like, why are we just a cat? This is dumb. <laughs> That's how I'm going to live. I'm going to die plus. on that hill. So you can it's not just it being a cat. It's like... I, I'm dying on this hill, Chris. Let me be. I don't want to say much more, because, but there's don't. a lot more to yeah. it than being a cat. Like, you're trying to... You have that goal. that You're not just, like, wandering around as a cat. Yeah. Mm. But um, I think, I, honestly, I, like, I, um, I, I feel like Yahtzee actually had a pretty good, like, unironic review of it, where it's like, the design Yahtzee of it being unironic really... that's impossible. i thought you were gonna say yeah, the game yahtzee came out no, that's no. where i thought we were going i'm caught up now we're yahtzee good Krosha, um <laughs> of zero punctuation fame no because he kind of he kind of said like that like like mechanically and sort of like almost like even like like thematically it's mm-hmm. very interesting and very unique but like structurally it doesn't really work in like terms of like being a cat and like the narrative like kind of to what chris is saying which i'm not going to give away but like there's there are times when the two things don't fully feel connected at least that's what he said and so okay. and, I, and i've heard other people kind of echo that sentiment too like in, in like talking about the game like because i you know don't have the means to play it yet so um that that was the thing it's like oh. it's, it's it's a very like well constructed game but it doesn't totally work it is available on ps4 actually yeah it is on ps4 yeah oh is it oh shit i thought it was yeah, yeah. and and oh, if you have the playstation plus membership you can play it now i think extra it. yeah it's uh it was a weird messaging on that one because there's a physical copy coming out in september but mm-hmm. just for ps5 um and they kind of hit the ps4 version on the store but it was like, yeah, or, or it's packaged with the PS5 or something. No they don't want you to buy that one. They want you to buy the PS5 version anyway. It is, okay, it yeah, is a I'm package deal, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I just, dis- I disagree with Yahtzee on that one. Actually, like, I, I thought mm-hmm. it was pretty well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, though, I can kind of see why people get the disconnect. Like, but I thought the way they, they introduced the, the change in mechanics that goes on temporarily in the middle was pretty well done. Yeah. And then they, and then it's not the entire game either. Like you get a fit, like an ability and it's not just there forever. It's like a temporary oh, thing. Cool. It has a purpose. Um, what kind of, like I wanted so much more too, though, like, but in a good way, because I was like, at, at, at the same time when you're doing that thing, the environment shifts in a different way. And I'm like, why is this like this? But you're a cat, so you don't investigate it. Like made... Cats investigate everything. <laughs> but I mean, like you don't understand the meaning behind it, and I can't say mm-hmm. I can't explain it any better than that without like giving away mm. what it is. And it's really something yeah, I think I people should enjoy in the experience itself. <laughs> but I, I, I just yeah. thought it was a really well designed game. Like I get the complaints about your cat. Why do you want to no, understand not. text and stuff like that? <laughs> well, but yeah. like, yeah. oh, I actually didn't even get that far. I just yeah. thought it'd be really boring being a cat. <laughs> I didn't even register like the There's logistics behind it. I was button. accepting that the cat could read. 
it, it's Fuck interesting because my main yeah. complaint about the game is that it feels like it's just being a cat. Like I think social media went the blaze of like, oh my god, yeah. like TikTok was full of videos like, oh, yeah. you get to play as a cat, isn't this cute? So I thought that, that was mass appeal. So the the game was actually like a known quantity even before it came out. Like people loved it before it came out, which really helped, I think with just how this game was received just in general. It reminds me of like the squirrel with a gun trailer. Oh, yes, I, keep seeing, <laughs> I keep seeing trailers for that. Like, I, I have friends I know in real life that tell me about that because it's such a cute novel idea, like Stray. And so it's currently Googling. Hey, guys. Oh, wait, no, that's actually not inappropriate. Well, I'm an idiot. It's, it's funny. It's funny. I tried to Google something. Said- it went when wrong. you said it reminded me of the squirrel with the gun, my mind immediately thought Conker's Bad Fur Day. I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Different squirrel with the gun. I know <laughs> yeah, different gun. Yeah, there's <laughs> squirrels, technically. To be fair, if you Google squirrel with a gun, there's a lot happening here, people. Hmm. Like, there's like, a lot going on. Are they oh, actual well, those ones like dead. real life? Like, how many squirrels yeah. have guns? So there's... At least there's, one, right? There's some memes. This one's got, like, a gat. Uh, there's the game. There's some interesting ones. There's a lot of people holding dead squirrels and guns. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, that, there's one being cooked. I'm going to leave now. That's that's, yeah, that's enough internet for today. I saw a cute yeah. buddy and a cute squirrel today. So I would not make them guns. <laughs> give them a weapon. Fight to the death. Mm-hmm. Picture of a robot with guns shooting guns at a plane made of guns. Pew, pew. <laughs> I pew, pew. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> what about Brendan? Do you have any games that you enjoyed this summer? So quiet over there, judging us from a distance. I actually haven't played all that many games this summer. I play the ones I did play. I played. Um, uh, was it Phobia? Uh, Phantasmophobia? No, what was it called? One second, I'm going to oh, look. I wish. I, Phobia <laughs> Saint uh, Dinfa Hotel. Oh yeah, we can't say that one. That yeah, one it takes place in Brazil, and it I mean, that no, it is made by a Brazilian team. They did some interesting things about it, but the game ultimately just didn't work for me. It felt mm-hmm. a lot of busy work that really didn't weren't fun to play. Hmm. You did uh, Diablo too, Immortal, oh, yeah, that I went really gonna, well gonna... and then real bad real quick. <laughs> mm. I was gonna rest salt on that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I, I I really enjoyed like when it was in just like the early access beta type phase. I think it was fun. I think they did a lot of good things. It's just the monetization on that game was gross, and it mm-hmm. as more people kind of played it, you could see how gross it was by the fact that some people were spending thousands of dollars to get the best gear. And I'm like, I just kind of played it. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. It was nice when everybody wasn't Playing buying, <laughs> wasn't going into debt. That was cool. Uh, I, I do think they did a good job translating the Diablo experience to a mobile. And if you had like a controller like the Kishi or something like that, it really it felt a really responsive game. It felt like Diablo in your hands. I feel like I played it for a minute. I feel like I, I did that. Yeah. I think I did, which says something again. <laughs> yeah, but we were like, um, when we were at Summer Games Fest, um, one, of the, one of the people we know at Razor was showing off how well the Kishi played with Diablo. I'm like, yep. Yeah, it does. It was also so clicky. Oh, yeah. Like that. Like that. That came in pretty quickly, actually. Chris got mail. (laughs) I did. You got that real quick. I did. For once. For once. And the post for Mm -hmm. dropping your game. Um, Yeah, it's an interesting game. I just wish the monetization was a little less predatory. 
I'm still rocking my head around budget. trying to spend a thousand bucks on a game to get an item when you shouldn't Some be paying more than 80 bucks to play the game in the first place. Like, to be fair, when the prices jumped to 80 bucks, we were real unhappy about that too. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But other than that, I really haven't, I played a bit of Kotal M like Dana also did, um, but I haven't really had a time because every single time I think I, I'm going to play some games, uh, you know, another emergency happens and I get. I play some Genshin His Impact. definition of emergency is mm. loose, by the way. Like, people aren't dying. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> no one's been slaughtered. My cult did not take over. We're okay. I yes. mean, I did play a lot of games, like, during Summer Games Fest. I played some mobile games when I was reviewing the OnePlus 10T. And I've been doing some mobile gaming on the Xiaomi... Um, 12 light we're real Ooh. bad at this camera thing guys we're all like it's over here <laughs> well our screens are clipped so you know yeah get it right dead center fun fact brendan's phone the xiaomi looks just like my s22 mm. even like similar colors on the back because earlier i picked it up and couldn't get into it for like a like a <laughs> solid 10 tries and i was like what is oh this isn't mine <laughs> it was good i'm special that was my fun fact for the day. There you go. Moving fun on. Fact. The more <laughs> you know. It's also been a good summer if you are a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan because the like, catalog yeah, collection dropped this yeah. week and then the Shredder's Revenge was back uh, in June or July. June, I think. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah June, time has no yeah. meaning. It's fine. Uh, both of uh, them bangers reviewed well like and exactly what fans wanted. Oh, so yeah. big wins amazed. for them. Uh, one was, uh, what was it? Uh, .emu did one, and then Konami did the other. So it's interesting to see Konami do so well on a port. Point. Yeah, Konami just do so well outside of Yu-Gi-Oh, just in general. I mean, do they, do they yeah. own that license? Who owns like the yeah. license? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they make the cards? Uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, they they okay. make the they make the card games because Konami okay. is really big in Japan and has a big physical presence, and, and it's kind of like a game hub area where you would go to play games. Oh, okay. But Shonen Jump, if I remember correctly, think publishes the manga, so the legal rights for the story are with Shonen Jump, or Shueisha, one of them. But um, Konami makes the cards, they print them. It's exa exactly what Pokemon does. Although, Pokemon did have Wizards of the Coast take over in the US yeah, for a bit. they did. I, I think but, they'd lose it this year or last year, is that right? They just bought it back, I think. Something yeah, Pokemon's doing it again, moving forward, I think. But surely it's Yu-Gi-Oh! is Konami, and that's kind of what they did. And they had PS, which is now eFootball. So, yeah, they... I don't know how you guys keep track of this stuff. Like, I need a spreadsheet and to be constantly looking at it. In my case, yeah. it's a lot of like losing other important information and replacing it with this stuff. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that's <laughs> good. Fair. That's good. I just, remember just... very few of the important things, but that's fine. It's fine. It's, it's all fine here. <laughs> On the other end of the retro spectrum, though, is also Pac-Man World Repack. Which, uh, Jordan <laughs> this week. That's what we got from Jordan. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I, was waiting, I was waiting for the reaction there. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what do I say about Pac-Man World Repack? Um, Buh, apparently. Not very Buh. good. <laughs> um, not for a lack of trying like i can see how maybe this would have been a novelty in 1999 like a 3d pac-man and what like, is that it sounds in horrifying it reminds well, it's, it's making me like, think of like the kool-aid man i, I mean I yeah i don't it's like it's like pac-man has such a such a like a like a neat design like like 
you know, he's a, again, he's they, a they actually up, they updated his model. Well, but he's got the nose, he's got the gloves. He looks cool. I don't want um, to have gloves or nose. Ugh. He he looks he's adorable. I love him. No, he's not. Um, I mean, I have, I have weird like sad Pac-Man around here somewhere in this office. Well, you have that weird sad Pac-Man from the arcade. Original that thing arcade. is horrifying. It's I came horrifying. across that thing while yeah. like organizing this office, and that is what nightmares just, are made of. In the office and stare at you and judge. No, it was like yeah, crammed was... in a box somewhere, and I was like, doo, yeah, doo, 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 ah! it was a whole it's thing. It's watching for ghosts. <laughs> it <laughs> Didn't you like want to give it to me at one point? You're like, hey, do you want this stupid thing? And even I was like, no. <laughs> Why would I want that? Do you know how many elves we have? We have so many elves also. That is accurate. Yeah. They're slightly less terrifying, but one kind of looks like it's been burned. I don't know why. What? When was the last time something elf was manufactured? <laughs> Uh, probably not as long as the magazine's been out so. that's just a weird um, they just keep appearing randomly sporadically but yeah no it's just like it's just it's it's one of those it's another one of those examples of a game that like they brought into the modern era like they remastered it or remade it but like they didn't apply like 20 plus years of gaming like innovation to it so it's like <laughs> hey okay. do you want to Game somebody's grandfather like it made it is it's like on a playstation one but it looks like it's on a current gen console well here you go like it just and it's like it's it was annoying it's like it's like doubly annoying because again like if you've played smash bros and i said this in my review if you've played smash bros like play, like pac-man feels so good to handle in that game so it's like you get this feeling of like how pac-man mm -hmm. should move and 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 like attack things and like like in a three kind of like two-dimensional or like because basically what the game is it's still kind of like a, a 2d platformer just like you know with three dimensions for some reason um but it's like everything you do just feels very like janky and stilted and it's just it's uh it's just and it's and every level is like goddamn copy paste exactly the same it sucks that sounds objectively bad. <laughs> it's not awful. Like I wouldn't say it was buh, like, terrible, it's thing, but it's not great. It's a buh out of ten. I mean, Zuby's not here, but I do want to bring and, up. Um, what was it that? Um, what is that game? Wow, uh, JoJo's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that just came out. That. Just looking at the screenshots, that game is way oh, too horny. Do I need to go look? Oh, <laughs> yeah, but isn't JoJo? That wasn't a word that I thought you were gonna say today. <laughs> Everyone's wearing like fishnet arms. It, yeah, it's, like everyone it's... with fishnets. There's like JoJo's got that with fishnets. You guys mean yeah. you are not currently wearing fishnets under all your clothes? It's just anime. I'll never tell. It, you know, so, yeah. it's like it, it comes with the territory. Well, no, I think it's, it's JoJo's it's is anime weird. cranked up to eleven. Yeah, that's exactly it. Just looking at the pictures, like it's like someone told an alien pictures. what anime is and they made it they just like we're gonna do mm. the best of that and then they released <laughs> it more <laughs> brendan you put that one up and you put like the least slutty pictures up i'm going to they find sluttier pictures they're slutty that's yeah. it you're no fun <laughs> why are the slutty pictures on our site <laughs> the, like i'm just oh there's one of this person ripping their chest open or i mean as one does that sounds accurate actually i i had someone trying to try to like talk me into watching this series recently and like your points all sound good, and then I went to actually look at the series itself. I, I can't look at this. I yeah, I'm about the show art you a picture. Just appeal to me. It's showing you the cover from Netflix. Uh, it show? That's not working. Looks I, good. I I, I, I also Tactical wanted to mention. I, and I forgot because I like, but I said I I'd also said this in my review that it bothered me a lot in Pac-Man. It's like looking back at the at the original the fish version because the. No, the intro cutscene has like voiceover, and they they changed the intro cutscene because there's this hilarious part where like Pac-Man comes home to find his whole like family's been kidnapped, and he's just like it, he just does this like 
oh! and it like closes like close ups on his mouth. It's so funny, and they got Pac-Man rid of it for some reason. Yeah. He does. Oh yeah. yeah there's, there's Mrs. Pac-Man. There's Pac Kid. There's Pac Baby. Oh, I guess they added this like Mrs. old man Pac in in this one. I don't know who he is, but and yeah. Now they gave Pac-Man the Darth Vader moment. You know, perfect. Yeah, I don't understand why the series ever left the 2D arcade. I don't. I don't know why they care. I'm telling you, let it die. I think I actually. I hope it's there. I linked it in my like in the text. Like you got to look it up. He's just like, no. It's so funny. What's baffling to me too is that they also just released a compilation of Pac-Man games recently. Like if they had waited to put that out and snuck this in with it. I think he wouldn't. Yeah. People wouldn't have noticed, you know, all the things that it would have been fine. It would have been mitigated because it's not just the only it, thing that's in the package, right? Like, yeah, it looks really good. That's one thing I'll say. It is it's very pretty. What is Pac-Man? Okay, fishnets. I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's, I, I'd it's, pay to it's, see it's, Pac- Pac-Man fishnets. They, they, they did a good job <laughs> updating the visuals. It's just, yeah, it's just. Everything yeah. I don't think you need to pay to. I'm pretty sure you can look that up on the internet. Don't look it up, Dana's mom. It's somewhere uh, next. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere there for free. I'm sure. Past your bedtime now. We can you talk can find it time. on the internet. What's well, that one rule of the internet? Yeah. Uh, Typing things I shouldn't <laughs> on my work computer. Oh. oh God! You actually looked it up. I said, don't look it up. Yeah, because that's how I work. Oh, okay, boss. If something weird happens, hey, guess what comes up? Hentai. Here, <laughs> Pac-Man. Okay. Oh, full God. circle. It's full Nothing circle. Nothing good is happening. It exists. Should, like a Pac-Man. I'm gonna close that. That's like a Pac-Man. I'm gonna get some weird All ads these at work make a now. Circle. Weird ads at work. Don't call yeah, HR. It's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. <laughs> Scrub the whole thing down, but uh, that's that's enough looking back. Let's uh, let's look sure. forward a little bit with uh, with uh, with Ed's coverage from Gamescom. Now, we talked we talked a bit about Gamescom last mm-hmm. week, but Ed, you were actually there on the scene. So I was. How was that whole experience? Was it. it was it was fun. It was a week of uh, games. It's fun. It's my first major event since the pandemic, so it was mm. good to kind of you know. Be back at it. It was interesting because Germany still has a strong um, mask policy, at least mm-hmm. in public transport. I'm not sure how it is in Canada, but over in the UK, masks are kind of like, yeah, it's hit or miss. I think our planes still have masks, but most yeah, of the we things on the don't. Planes. Well, that's yeah, because most of the federal mandates are still mm-hmm. in place, but basically, mm-hmm. like provincially, even just yesterday, they basically dropped like everything. You don't even need to isolate anymore if you yeah. like get COVID. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, Chris. <laughs> Massive eye roll for the for the listening public. Yeah, we're not but, gonna uh, do that right now, but like, yeah. But it was strange how like Germany said, "Hey, like wear masks on public mm-hmm. transport," but then on the show floor itself, or maybe only two percent of the people I saw were wearing masks, and from that two percent, one percent were cosplaying, so had masks on by default or helmets <laughs> or whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, really fun. I've never been to Gamescom before. I have been to uh, um, a convention before. I've been to TGS before. So kind of just to oh, compare nice. to compare the two, Gamescom is larger. It is the world's largest. Although is this year, largest? yeah, at least in terms of like exhibitors, attendees per like surface. Um, and it's interesting because it has a lot of like elements. So. I didn't really know this until I was there, but Gamescom has a big political presence. Angela Merkel opened it in 2017, mm-hmm. so it's strongly I tied. I was there for that. It was weird. Yeah. It's strongly tied with politics in Germany. You know, um, ministers are kind of using Gamescom to kind of like, you know, get cool with the kids and stuff like that. Uh, and it's if also... And or with it. Yeah. 
and it's also a festival in the city of Cologne. Gamescom takes place in Cologne, Germany, and it's also kind of like a city festival. So you do have the trade show at Köln Messe, which is this immense um, convention center, but you also have events sporadically and kind of like uh, peppered in throughout the town. So it's really big for just Cologne and the colonies itself. Um, kind of just to, again, to compare with uh, Tokyo Game Show, way bigger. There are about 10 holes. And so every single area segmented, you have merchandise, you have um, business areas, you have the places where you actually get to play. It's very well organized. I had no problems, almost no queues in terms of like moving around. Obviously, mm. queues to play games. Only a couple of people well, asking you to meet them at random hotels. It's mm. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but, I do want to ask, um, do ask yeah. you, Ed. Um, in past years, they usually had like the lower hall, the one like you go down the escalator or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was for PC and hardware stuff. Then they used an entire hall for cosplay. Did that all still take place this year? Yeah, but it was interesting. So, like, so, for example, take Hall 4. Hall 4 was business. 4-2 was the main business hall. 4-1 was the kind of, like, relegation zone. It's like, oh, it's like the indie business area. So, like, 5-2 okay. was merchandise. 5-1 was merchandise that was not as cool. So, it was kind of... Not as cool. That. Like, yeah. That was on the sign. Like, yeah, that the lower floors were not as as that hyped up. So, 10-1... Like the Titanic. I, the yeah. lower floors. Mm. I think mm. ten one was the cosplay boot, and they had an activation from YouTube Shorts. They had a big like um, cosplay contest, and you can go mm. take a picture in front of a green screen. So yeah, ten one. So like the the lower floors were still there, but it, it was kind of clear to me that the upper floors were like where you wanted to go. Um... Yeah, I think those are the most expensive. <laughs> Yeah, this I think is so, my yeah. favorite story. It's very clear you didn't want to be on those lower floors. <laughs> no, no, but like, but like you would, I, I would go, and it's like there's not many people there. Like even on mm -hmm. like public days, because Gamescom has press and public days. Even on public days, everyone was kind of like in the other halls. So like if you're in ten one or the the lower levels, mm -hmm. there's not that many people, and it's less interesting and less developed. But the marquee halls were like eight, seven, nine. That's where most of the games were. And uh, yeah, we had Sony, Nintendo were not there. Activision was not there, except for merchandise. Okay. Your highlight yeah. and your low light? Low light. <laughs> we're going to call it low light. Um, low light was Sonic. Um, I already <laughs> that makes my... me feel better, yeah. though, because I was all stressed out that like I was just an asshole. So I'm really glad mm -hmm. that we both hate No, it. so low light was Sonic. It's hard to have expectations for Sonic, but I'm a big fan of the franchise. And I think with Frontiers, you can see that they're trying something new. It reminds me of like Pokemon Legends Arceus. We're like, oh, okay, it's yeah. the, the, the fan, what the game that the fans want. But I really, I really am like worried about it. And my highlight, I loved to cheer. Mm -hmm. And my yep, preview for that is, is, is out. Um, I got to sit down and play it with uh, the game director himself, and it was really good to see like the passion come through from him and from from the entire team. I got to do that with um, at Summer Game Fest with the new Star Trek movie that or game mm, that I can't remember the name of right now, and it was really cool sitting down and talking to somebody who I don't mm -hmm. know. When you think of like a managerial role in a normal job, we're all like, yeah, we're mm -hmm. doing our thing. It's yep, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> but to hear them like really pumped about what they're doing in the team behind them and the story and all that was uh, yeah. was a lot of fun and it made the experience that much better. Yeah, and and to 
to give a hint at the previous to come, uh, Moonbreaker, Real Love, that's the new IP for from the Subnautica games. And I got an interview with the game director, and Homeworld, Homeworld 3 was the blowout preview I have, and that's that's still in the pipeline. Interview. So that was good. Uh, above them, excellent. I thought, awesome. yeah. Okay, Moonbreaker. You said it's called. Does that does that just mean that that it's Subnautica in space? Is it Subnautica in space? You you would think so from the title, but it's actually quite a quite a big um, departure. It's a digital miniatures game. So imagine if oh, you okay. have Warhammer, but made Warhammer into a video game. That's kind of the pitch. And uh, it's it's XCOM with miniatures is the easiest way. For you to get an idea of what it is okay. and one of the key features is that you can fully customize the miniatures so they have a very in-depth um paint painting um yeah painting in, in the game and, stuff. and they've hired and they've commissioned people to make the models that you see in the pieces that you see in the trailers and then the key art using the tools they have in the game so theoretically if you have the skills anyone could like really turn up with like a great design from the get-go mm -hmm. And Moonbreaker has law um, written by Brandon Sanderson, which is who is a great writer behind Mistborn and a lot of like other great fantasy books. And I think, if I remember correctly, there is no lore in the game. There is no story mode currently, but they are planning on audio dramas. So oh, there will be cool. audio dramas in the game, but also on uh, podcast services. So they were really keen to tell me about the fact that you can paint your miniatures and also listen to the um, to the podcast, to the to the audio dramas on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and you know every and all uh, podcast services so it's interesting it's a big departure from from subnautica which was you know mm -hmm. underwater survival game but i'm really high on it i think it was fun i'm i'm worried because like subnautica will launch in early access so we'll see how that goes but yeah hopeful okay. you know they, they've sub, showed a they lot nailed, they nailed it with subnautica so yeah, and uh, this looks way more developed than when Subnautica was when that came first came to early access. So, okay, based on past record, I'm hopeful. And game director, really, really a lovely chat. Uh, that will also so we will have an interview that as well as a preview. preview. Or yeah. what we get? Okay, awesome. uh, I think it's it, it's it, it's best for it to be to be kind of mixed because a lot yeah, of the, the questions were about what I played in particular, and yeah. I'm looking forward to the, to the preview. That's that's a biggie. And Homeworld Three, a lot of years in the making, twenty years in the making. Uh, yeah, you know, Homeworld uh, Two yeah. came out late '90s. Was it early 2000s? It was early 2000s, and yeah. I remember this because they gave me a big presentation of the history of the franchise, which oh, was God, okay. so <laughs> It was really, he's been indoctrinated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I had almost a two-hour slot with the Homeworld Three people, which oh, is God, that's a lot. also part of the reason that. why I didn't make the <laughs> Helsinger concert because I was still knee-deep in in Homeworld. So right. Homeworld Three years in the making. I got to play an hour, a full hour, which was mm -hmm. good. Uh, I got to play Mission 3 and 4, I think, or 3 and 2. Mm -hmm. And I want to say I was, I think, the only one that finished my mission from, oh, okay, from cool. all the people that preview, previewed. So I was happy that I got to finish my missions. Uh, really good. I think the one thing I'm nervous with it is that the story doesn't seem to be set in stone yet. They told me a lot of like, what I saw in terms, in terms of story was placeholder. 
Uh, I know it continues the story of Homeworld 2. You play as a new character okay. following in the footsteps of the protagonist from 2 because she got lost in this like lost dimension, lost galaxy. Uh, but it played really well. I'm excited about it. Like with Moonbreaker, it it is very nerdy in the sense that you can zoom in and you can see all the details of the ships. And you right. can, for example, if you press F, because well, I played on PC, you can lock in on, onto your ships on a very granular level and you can see you know, when missiles fire and you can hear them as well. You can see when turrets activate and fire. So you can really like zoom out and zoom in as you wish and it adds a really cool depth to, to the game. But yeah, for that as well, a media preview on the way with, with an interview with, with the game director. So those two big, big highlights. Also, Darktide, kind of the same story, played a lot and played with the developers, which was intimidating. I had a multiplayer session with the um, melee combat designer that I got to interview as well, and the range combat designer. And it was interesting because after my interview, he gave me advice, and uh, it was it was fun because you know Dark Tide. If you played Vermintide one and two, or if you played similar games like Left 4 Dead, kinda really wants you to go melee, and I'm, I wasn't ready. Because I play in the uh, I play the range class, so uh, the melee combo designer gave me tips on like, yeah, I saw you do this, do that, and then it was it was fun to see that he loves the game, and I I, I left feeling He's like that, you're like, doing it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not stop ruining was, my I was, work. <laughs> I was doing it wrong. You can tell that they're really passionate and they have a clear vision and really impressed with that. Looks good. It's it's more iterative. It's more vermintide. The law has changed significantly. Mm. And because it's a it's a different setting, you're in space, you're a prisoner in space. Imagine Guardians of the Galaxy in the first film when they're all like kind of like prisoners and um, and that space prison. That's kind of the vibe they're going for. <laughs> but looks really good, plays really well. And that and, is you know, the that's now by yeah, level infinite, is it right? Yeah, I saw I saw the actor at the level infinite, but yeah. Now um, they're the ones that were doing the Metal Helsinger concert, right? I. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. so can yeah. you just for anyone that wasn't there, what was that like? I I know you couldn't get into it, but how mm-hmm. big was that actual concert? It. I saw the hall because I, I walked past it a long time. It was pretty big, and they were. I I don't want to say a number of attendants, but like it looked like pretty significant. And from the live stream I've watched after the fact, yeah, I've heard people describe it as like one of the best marketing events for a game ever. Like they rented because... a full hall, right? Yeah, they rented a full hall as part of the Köln Messe just for the concert, and there was one event. They didn't have multiple concerts. It would it was one concert on the Thursday mm-hmm. of the week of the show at 7 p.m. doors, and I think the concert was at 8, I want to say. But what makes the game cool and makes the, this event cool is that they hired people from, you know, who are actual actual like metal singers in real life, mm-hmm. and this is their livelihoods, and it shows and they can tell. It's vastly different when you hire people who you know kind of phone it in uh, rather than people who are passionate about this and from hearsay i heard i was really really good and really impressive and people so loved the people, it so the people they brought to the concert were those the people that did the songs in the game or were they yeah people? he wasn't there yeah when, no 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 but said, I, I know you didn't go but tell but me everything I, about it but <laughs> i know but i know I, I know that the people from the game and i'm gonna confirm right now but i think they are and yeah it was yeah several of the game celebrated vocalists will perform their songs from the game yeah that's really cool so there were all songs from the game and you have 
So I don't listen to my old, so I'm going to butcher names. You have Matt Heathy from Trivium, Alyssa Wyglos from Arch Enemy, uh, Michael Strane from D- D- uh, Dark Tranquility. So like names that people will recognize. Those, are, those from... are legit names, yeah. Yeah. So like I think that's what's impressive um, in terms of the game in particular, but also obviously mm-hmm. that they brought that with the concert. So they really brought it. Because it was good. That's amazing. I dig it. Definitely seemed like Metal Singer was like one of the big ones, but that and the Lies of P those seem to yeah. be the t- big takeaways. Yeah, especially I, and one of awards. the top articles on our site is just news about it right now. Yeah. So like people yeah. are talking about this game. I did you get I a have look a at Lies of P? Yeah, I have a preview about Lies of P, and I have a story about Lies of P, which is really fun. Um, so going into we didn't kind of expect Lies of P to be this big deal because it's just mm-hmm. a Pinocchio, you know, Souls-like game. So at face value, I I don't think we were that interested but then after the trailer people were kind of like hey hang on a minute you know looks like more bloodborne and uh, i remember the first day of the business day i went to the xbox booth all of the journalists were lining up to play lies of peace so already had really? quite a lot of buzz yeah so it was 9 a.m xbox booth everyone was lining up and i think throughout the show it had like the longest um queue times and eventually i was in the business area and i messaged you dana and, and you brendan about hey lies of peace appointment question mark and then i realized i was next to the what what they're called neo Wiz, i think is the yeah, developer neo, name yeah. i was right next to their booth and i was like hey let me let me check i can i can You're at least like, ask. i'm right here let i can go. at least ask over, yeah. and yeah. they were like yeah you can play the game so i went played lies of p for about 20 minutes got to speak mm-hmm. i think with the game director i want to say that's really cool um game was in development for two years so started sometime in 2020 presumably uh and it plays more it looks like it's had much more development time it looks really polished for one of you yes yes um i'm a bit down on it um i think i don't see what other people see in terms of like it being more than we've seen from lords of the fallen or the surge uh being a souls like game but not necessarily iterating uh i'm not really into the entire pinocchio thing i know the book i know that the game is based on the lore of the book mm-hmm. with some modifications obviously I mean, the book goes to weird places so. it does and uh, well, from what i could ask the devs the game also will go to those weird places more or less yeah because um, i heard i heard yeah. initially that there's supposed to be a whole like mechanic where you can like engage in dialogue and if you tell lies it like alters your character that's kind of yeah i didn't get to see that so i so from the get-go what you need to know about lies of p as you know opposed to demon souls and other souls like game this is not a hub world this is chapter 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 based and i had no interactions had no cutscenes uh so i kind of just like had a combat demo essentially um but what i know is that for example jiminy cricket is with you except for the fact that he's not called jiminy in the original book only in the disney animated film right right makes sense but in the game they kind of poke fun at that in the way that i don't like and so? so like there's a line i heard in one of the trailers where like the cricket says oh my name is jiminy but not the jiminy you know so it's kind of, from what I remember, so they're kind of poking fun in a way I'm not on board with. 
and I okay. A little bit self-referential. Yeah, I, I'm a kind of afraid that the cricket will become kind of like the Navi. Mm. So okay. I do have concerns, and I feel like it's not fit with the tone of the game. Granted, I again did not see any cutscenes, did not hear any dialogue. Right. Um, but in terms of the gameplay. I think the most interesting mechanic is that you have a skill tree and that you can you can update your skill tree beyond upgrading. So like you can upgrade um, Pinocchio and kind of like okay. make him more of a puppet, from what I understand. And okay. it's kind of it's kind of blood, blood Bloodborne plus Sekiro. Looks like Bloodborne, plays like Bloodborne, but it has a block a dedicated block button. And also by pressing L1, because I played on a PlayStation controller, you get to mm-hmm. use uh, Pinocchio's left uh, arm, which has like a grappling hook. As one does. Type yeah. mechanism, yeah. I remember and that so part, you can, yeah. you can, yeah, you can bring uh, enemies closer to you. Not larger enemies, kind of just like, you know, enemies mm. which are kind of as big as you are. And yeah, I got about 20 minutes of, of game time. It looks good. It looks pretty. I'm just concerned at the end of the day, people will say, hey, it's another... Souls-like game, and I think it f- it tries to fill in a gap left by Bloodborne 2 right. that I don't think anything but Bloodborne 2 could fill. Makes so, sense. so that's why I think if you're hoping this is anything like Bloodborne, beyond aesthetics and beyond you know like visuals, I I don't think it's as robust or as interesting. Sadly. But again, a full full preview of that coming coming soon as well. Dun dun. Lots of great uh, previews coming in the works. Looking forward to seeing all that stuff. It sounds yeah. really exciting. I'm only a little bit salty. It's fine. It's fine. We can still be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think I played. I'm not, I'm not at all jealous either. Yeah, no. I think I had about four appointments every day, and I played as much as I could. I played Goat Simulator three. I played Company of Heroes so three. I played Park Beyond. Uh, what else? I played a bunch of indie games, some fun ones. I went to the Canada indie games booth that they had, kind of checked things around. Went to the UK indie games booth, checked things around. Went to the Romanian games. We had two games that were made by Romanian Romanian devs. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's a start. But uh, yeah, and uh, something about Gamescom that I think is uniquely German, there is a simulator for everything. Farm simulator, mm. we got it. Uh, police simulator, <laughs> yeah. Train simulator world three, yeah. Autobahn simulator, I mean, yeah. Need that. And uh, I think in all the pictures I send you guys for social media, I have a car. There were so many cars, a, were, a yeah. disturbing amount of cars. Team Ford <laughs> had a Jeep, as in not okay. the brand, just like a, a ginormous Ford. The Pokemon electric car was one of the highlights in terms of like what you can see. They had a um, collaboration with uh, Mini Cooper. Yeah. And then there was an actual tractor for Farm Simulator. I mean, why <laughs> wouldn't there be, really? <laughs> there was an actual like, um, you know, firefighter. What do you call it? Fire truck. Sorry. Oh, it's, it is laden. The firefighters were there all was, there. There was an actual fire truck. For some for some reason, so just an impressive, but frankly, kind of disgusting amount of cars. And yeah, was there a goat for goat simulator? Uh, there was, there was. Okay. But that's gonna tell you really? just like the. I mean, not an actual real life goat, but uh, okay. they did have a statue of a goat with a jetpack. That's fair. That's and close. Uh, Why wouldn't they really? 
And uh, Goat Simulator takes my prize for the worst merch I've received from Gamescom, but I've also that I've ever seen. So if you haven't seen the pictures uh, that are on the CG Mag Twitter, they gave you a goodie bag. They gave a goodie bag to the first 80 people to play Goat Simulator every day. I think I played it on my second day of the show. And in the goodie bag, you have a mask of the goat, tongue out, horrible looking, stickers, um, a, a bag of grass that's actually just plastic. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the star of the show, an other, like an actual, like rubberized other that you can stick to your waist, you know, you can you can tie to your waist. I don't and need to do that. It, so much is it, happening. Frankly, is, back to them. Yeah, it is uncomfortable, but I think it, you know, in terms of marketing, brilliant because here we are speaking about it. So, you know, they got us. Way to yeah, go, marketing us. team. Yeah. Got us there. Why do they always get us? <laughs> These game conventions sound fun. I need to get to one. <laughs> They're fun. I'm just uh, looking forward to my colleague, my regular old conventions, public conventions. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, uh, speaking of simulator stuff, um, it's a real trend in, in games that I actually wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, it seems like there's, like you said, a simulator for everything. I, I'm, I'm just waiting for simulator game dev simulator to come out because that's I'm just sure the, that exists. I'm sure PC that happened, building actually. simulator exists, which is that's pretty close. It does exist. Okay, and but I guess here's game the dev thing. tycoon kind of covers that. Mm-hmm. Power wash anyway. simulator Hello. also exists, and I don't know yeah. if we remember me from Summer Game Fest making nope. fun of that and then playing it and being like ah it was really fun guys mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was fun <laughs> i heard that one is oddly zen it uh, is like the... it's super like it 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 makes me think of uh like you know adult coloring books they're really intricate and you just kind of zone mm-hmm. out and get every little corner it it reminds me of that and like there's a mythbusters simulator that's I don't sure why not. As in, you play as the guys from Midbuster. <laughs> yeah, you're a Mythbuster. Yeah, oh. absolutely, that's a thing. Um, I'm just. Can going I just through... simulate having that guy's facial hair though? Because that's the yeah, I don't yeah. I don't need anything else. I just need that part of the game. Here, here's what I did. I went to my email and I typed in simulator. Mm-hmm. Here's what we've got. We've got Ultimate Fishing Simulator Two. Hell yeah, that seems necessary. Yeah. Authentic. That's Golf Ultimate Sim- Two. So we've got golf simulation, flight simulator, uh, space. What? <laughs> Some of these don't make sense. Hold on. I got to get deeper. Like there's just this one's an escape simulator. Like what? we have to go deeper. Go <laughs> simulator. <laughs> like there's just so many weird, weird things. Uh, for a while there, drug dealer simulator. That's that's a thing that has oh. happened more than mm-hmm. once. Like why are these things we're doing? I finally achieved my dream of being. Isn't that just. Saints Bro or GTA is no, because you, you never like wars.com. Yeah, yeah, uh, Zombie Cure Lab. <laughs> That's... The opposite to Pandemic Inc. Actually, I did an article. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find it. There's uh... American Truck Simulator, Euro Truck Simulator. Yeah, there's... Euro Truck Simulator is great. Actually, like very I've beloved in like Europe. That. Very beloved. <laughs> yeah. I've heard I've heard a lot of people really like it. Like there's people who who like download maps and create maps of like unofficial stuff. Like it's I've I've seen people go gaga over it. It's crazy. That actually calls back to like something that I was thinking there's something that I observed because I there was someone looking for a farm simulator copy for their for like nephew or cousin or something that works on a farm. They work on a farm and they want to play farming simulator in mm-hmm. their off time. 
I guess I can see where there'd be some interest, but at the same time, when it's something that's something that you do as a job that's mundane, mm-hmm. why would you want to simulate it? To be fair, though, like, we play The Sims and we just like yeah, fair point, very yeah. fair point. Um, like, yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah, I, but I think it's just wrote an article for another site and it was literally just like the strangest simulators you can play so power wash simulators on there apico's on there because beekeeping simulator job okay, simulator fine. here robot vacuum simulator x you, you can be a roomba we got farming <laughs> simulator goat simulator rock simulator be a you, rock here level up to explore the great landscapes created by mother nature with zero responsibilities and nothing else but the wind blowing by your hard rocky surface a very green game. I like it, it. You literally just sit there. Unpacking, though, that was a great game. That game won a bunch of awards. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. unpacking boxes. Uh, totally accurate battle simulator. Um, I can't say this yeah, word. But, but but totally, okay, but totally ba- accurate battle simulator, like, is quite the same? Totally accurate. And that's right, that's the joke. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're all yeah. just like gooey rubber people who just hit each other with stuff. I'm going to say this wrong. Um, it's like, viscera cleanup detail yep viscera cleanup detail oh i've it's heard like of that one, one, yeah. one of the first You're, yeah uh, so you, you play as it like a janitor it's like it's like so basically like you know in doom after the doom guy ran through a oh uh, yeah a, a marine facility and blasted a bunch of demons you come in and clean up the mess yep <laughs> i love it uh, it's, okay. it's really it's actually a lot of fun i played a bit of it it is really it's like i again, feel like, like i would like that it's zen, but it's also kind of like tongue in cheek. You're really like, funny. how did this happen? Because <laughs> well, it comes uh, yeah. stuff too. Like it's like you have to like like if you're like mopping up a bunch of blood, if you like don't like regularly like clean your mop, it just starts spreading the blood around even more. Like well, that's fair. <laughs> it accounts for stuff. It's great. Microsoft <laughs> um, Flight Simulator by accurate, far, I guess the oh. best simulator. See, so, for me, yeah. like I would think that's so boring, but well, they put a lot of like a lot of detail into that like i i I played it at gamescom speaking of like detail and that i spoke to the two lead devs on it and it was crazy because the demo they had on the show was me flying over cologne and i asked how recent the data was and they were like oh it's like from last year and so you can you can see every single like building and now they're coming up with updates in canada i think then before yeah before the anniversary edition comes out in November. They were saying we're doing Canada, we're releasing Canada. So like, <laughs> they released vanilla game, and now they're just adding detail onto That's everything. Really cool. And it is it is ridiculous how good it looks. And I played it on um, I don't even know how to call it, but it simulated actually like being in a plane, and you had the the propeller. I will call it, yeah. but it's not a propeller thing. Uh, I am simulating a cult right now and it's Mm -hmm. swimmingly, but this, this list, it's got like gas station simulator. You can just work at a gas station. That's That's what one does space warlord organ trading simulator. That's very niche. Mythbusters the game. Yeah. There's, Mm. we know about my cat cafe manager. Yeah. yeah. Drug dealer simulator is also on this list. Uh, yeah, it's. It's a weird. There's oh, there's another one uh, called airplane mode, where you are a passenger on an airplane. Oh, I I don't that's know why nice. I believe that's that it. you become the airplane. Nope, you are <laughs> like you. They give you a meal. You put your phone on airplane mode and then you walk watch away stuff from the on game. the screen. I thought that doesn't sound fun. 
Nope. Is that like and a, then, yeah. That needs to be like a VR experience where you just all the fun of getting on a plane yeah. without going anywhere. Without the plane. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, PC building without the simulator. Without terror, yeah. Uh, See, PC building simulator I, I played actually when I was getting ready to like build my PC. Mm-hmm. And I found I kind of need to like to like brush off those skills that I hadn't used in like 10 years. Whereas like, again, farming simulator, if I was a farmer, it seems like it wouldn't be very interesting. Flight simulator. I, I'm never going to fly a plane. Simulator. But I, I think farming simulator... I think farming sim would make you better at farming if you were a farmer. I think you would understand things about farming that you never thought about. Like, well, imagine... Yeah, go on. I was going to say that um, we were talking to the people that made Farming Simulator at one point, and apparently their biggest market is actual farmers. Mm-hmm. During the off-season, they just play that game. Like, I feel... Can't I would... Keep your skills sharp. Yeah. <laughs> I hated how slow I had to drive from place to place and that like I mm. needed to properly drive down. I tried. Yeah. I love my my sim games. I love picking me some some vegetables. But mm-hmm. like I was like, I don't well, I think I just want this. I don't want to drive there. This is it. This is infuriating. Kind of what separates something like farming simulator yeah. to something like Stardew Valley, where like that's how do you know what I was talking about, Jordan? Damn. God. <laughs> we got the bind link, girl. Gotcha. <laughs> like because like it's like though like that game like it's it's it, and it you know i was just thinking about something that was said kind of uh early like what like chris was talking about like because i remember like a lot of people didn't understand why i like enjoyed um harvest moon and like animal crossing because they were kind of like it's like you go like you do you work all day or you go to school all day you have to like do work why would you go home and do more work in a video games game? that like, work you want to games that like, work anyway Mm-hmm. yeah but there's a distinction between like playing a game where you're like literally doing a job and playing a game where you're like blowing the heads off of demons for fun like <laughs> it is a sort of work but there's a you know <laughs> there's a disconnect so like but like there you know the the thing about um stardew valley that's that's more appealing is that like it does it cuts out a lot of that like boring sort of like more realistic stuff so it gives you kind of like the 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 sensation of sort of like growing crops and seeing the fruits of your labor Mm -hmm. working towards a goal without necessarily needing to tack on all this like extra tedium to it Mm -hmm. well you know what they say if you do what you love you'll never you'll never work a day in your life that's not true i love being a gamescom it's still yeah, still work. Yeah, it's, it's still work. <laughs> Even me, like I've gotten to do some. I've been really lucky the last year. I got to do some really cool things and and family and friends that are <laughs> looking at my social media like that's awesome. I'm like, no, no, they like yes, and then no. Like <laughs> yeah. I had to cram this out. I I streamed with you guys from Austria. At the, well, and you know what I'm talking about in the middle of the damn night. Like I. <laughs> I rush home to get to my kids and then like, no, everything is chaos all the time. It's mm. super cool. And like, when you sit back and think about it, you're like, that was awesome. But in the moment you're like, no, why, mm-hmm. why am I on an airplane? Why am I in a hotel? This yeah. is all terrible. Brendan and I are diving into TIFF next week. And I've Chris, I've showed you the schedule that we had to like whittle down. And Brendan and I were trying to just sort out what movies we had to see. Um, for example, the spreadsheet that they sent us of all the show times for TIFF was 700 lines long. Mm-hmm. And I had to knock that down to two people seeing movies for a week. Yeah. And uh, I was literally just, he's like, well, if you see this one here, then you can see this one here and this one here. And I literally was just like hysterically laughing. I'm like, nope. 
I got nothing. Like, I don't even like movies anymore. I'm done. And it hasn't even started yet. So, I mean, it's super cool, but now I know why Brendan's so damn jaded. <laughs> you get it now. You understand. I get already. it. I get it. There was one other sim I just wanted to throw out that just got its its release date announced this week. Brewmaster Beer Brewing Simulator. I I saw the trailer for this, and it's like it's it's your typical simulator game. You're you're brewing game or brewing beers and stuff. The trailer, however, is narrated by the same person who narrated uh, Disco Elysium. Oh, that's pretty awesome! Oh, nice. It blew my mind a little bit. It's like brew your favorite beers and like all like that that weird cryptic voice he uses, Mm -hmm. but it's like totally mundane and like marketing script, and it's like. I my my brain's having the... aneurysm. Is this in the game right now? Like, is this Disco Elysium? I just thought about, like, the old Spice guy when you did that. That's fair. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Look at me. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah, I know the simulator games are weird, and I'm going to go home and play one. Or two. Yeah. Or three. And I'm going to go request this one because I want to learn how to make beer. Hey, That's there you go. fair. I'm my sure it's, like, real-life experience. I'm sure it's totally fine. It's kind of like what PC, PC building simulator is, where it's like, yeah, like the core of it is there, but you don't get like the experience of like electrocuting like, yourself, finagle, yeah. like the wires and the, the the electrocution and all that stuff. Yeah, that's just not there. It gives you all this false confidence that when you go to do it for real, you just hate yourself. It's good. It's like it's the kind of thing in that game where like if you know what you're doing, you're like, yeah. And here's the part where I would also do this while I'm doing that. And yeah. it wouldn't take like this is completely inaccurate. Flips the table. Yeah, exactly. I like it. I think my favorite part about this sort of simulator is that you would think it it would make you good at the actual thing you're simulating. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you play farming simulator. You're now good at farming. Probably not. Like, there's a really fun (laughs) story. I I love Football Manager, and I Mm -hmm. probably put like a thousand hours into it. There was a really successful Football Manager guy a few years ago that was hired by this actual football team to manage Mm -hmm. the team. Really, like, good at Football Manager. When it came down to managing a team, couldn't do it was sacked after like a few weeks so like it's it's interesting how you would think oh i'm gonna learn to pilot the plane playing microsoft flight simulator or like i'm gonna learn to to farm or to use a tractor or whatever no these skills are not transferable you are gonna be good at the game and maybe learn a few things but i like it wait so surgeon surgeon simulator won't make me a medical doctor oh definitely not I do want to throw one story in here before we wrap up this section. Um, just the fact that Sony is doing the uh, movie for the Gran Turismo movie related to the fact that a guy like um, played Gran Turismo mm-hmm. a lot and then he got a chance to actually race and did well. Uh, but the fun fact about that is I talked to that guy like four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's like, yeah, I just played the game a lot. And then I got a chance to do it. And it was good. And I'm like, that's really cool. And then I did nothing with that interview. And then I see them making a movie about it. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. I had an interview with that guy. Search your files. We're this close. All there. It probably <laughs> is somewhere. The pile of hard drives is alarming, though. That's every, a lot like, to every game you go check out, you get a little flash drive. Like, no. I found my Lego flash drive the other day. I was like, oh. That was in a place it shouldn't have been. <laughs> Here I well, on that conversation. Note, yeah, and uh, <laughs> you've done it. You've killed it. Uh, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, including all the up- upcoming uh, coverage from Ed on Gamescom, uh, you can find that coverage at cgmagonline.com. If you'd like to f- uh, be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search uh, CG Mag. And if you have any questions or comments, send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. 
Ed, where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me at Edward Gafton. That's my actual real life name on Twitter or on CG Mag. I'll have, as you say, a lot of previews coming up. I have Sonic up. I have to cheer up. Hope to have an editorial by tomorrow, which covers just kind of like my experience, what I did, a lot of parties, a lot of game stuff, Gamescom stuff coming your way. Awesome. Jordan. Uh, you can find me sometimes on Instagram, sometimes on TikTok at NinjaXJordan, and you can find me on YouTube at NinjaJordanReviews. Dana. Hey, you can find me at Dana Eileen in some places. Go to the site, find it, because it's so weird. <laughs> find some places. <laughs> or written in the bottom of the screen if you're some watching places. now. If you're watching. Google it. Uh, Brendan. Um, you can follow me at bfry26 on all the socials. And uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Hookathy and here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, so, on behalf of everyone here at CG Magazine, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.